buy, buy, buy. I literally, for the last four days, have simply been buying, and the coin that I've been buying is a RSR. So I've just been buying that as if there's no tomorrow. I even wanted to sell my car <laughs> and buy. And I said, "Sell your car, buy RSR." <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Crypto Standard Podcast with me, Jordan, and me, Jim, where we take the cryptic out of crypto. We are not financial advisors but we just love the world of crypto and want to make it simple for you to understand. Today's show is sponsored by Zumo, the crypto wallet making it easier than ever to buy, own and sell crypto. Zumo, smart money for everyone. What a week it's been. Emotions have been all over the shop, but Jim and I are here to calm the nerves and give a little context why. Enjoy. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the next episode of the Crypto Standard Podcast with me, Jim. And me, Jordan. Wow. What a week this has been. How are you feeling? I'm feeling quite calm about it, but (laughs) I know a lot of people are freaking out. (laughs) Yes. And so lots of people are freaking out. And the evidence that I have for that is that I have a number of WhatsApps and a number of private messages on Twitter and texts from family, friends and others saying, oh, what do I do? What do I do? Oh my God, Bitcoin's tanking. Oh my God, Cardano's tanking. And you're like, next? Yeah. <laughs> it was on Wednesday when it was all going down. I was at the gym and my phone was just blowing up. It was just message after message, people calling me. And I actually felt, <laughs> I felt like a counsellor that I had to like, calm them down and be like it's going to be okay like this this is normal but it's just when you're new coming into this you don't know that this is normal yeah this is this is normal and we'll explain some of that today so it's a very emotional market cryptocurrency it's a very emotional market it's very immature and even though we've been in it for three years or, or more and we understand that there are times when you, I open my screen and go, oh, never saw that coming. And it could be a, a big a pump upwards in a rally, or it could be a dump downwards and go, Wait, how, how did that happen? And then you've got to go and work it out yeah, and, and get through all the, the white noise and say, ah, that's because of that. Yeah. And I think that this particular week will be one of the ones that goes down in history <laughs> because it's been the first big you know, 30 or 40% correction in the crypto markets on this bull run. Mm-hmm. And in the last 2017 bull run, you and I have already discussed there were about five of these massive corrections. Yeah. On the way up, there's always going to be corrections. As I said in another episode, there's always two steps forward, one step back. So this one step back is usually between a 30 and 40% correction. And this is this was just one of them. Although it was on the bigger side, it was up it's, near the the forty plus. But it's very normal, and it's to be expected after the weeks that we've had. Like if you look back the weeks before, Cardano and all the other altcoins were just ripping, like just going mad, and we were we were loving life. But yeah. it has to calm down at some point, and this is when it corrects. Yeah, and that. 
the amount of people, so the amount of texts and, and communications I was getting pre this week was, hey, yeah, it's a green day, God, <laughs> this is, this is, I love, I love cryptocurrency, thank you, Jim. Uh, but now then it's, it turns to red and it turns into this bloody red ocean and people are like, you know, what do I do? Uh, do I need to go and visit my doctor? <laughs> <laughs> so I think the interesting thing for us, though, if we talk about just the emotion of the market and because it's so immature, people just start hitting the, oh, my God, hit the sell button, get out now, get out now. And they don't realize that at some point it will correct and it will find the bottom. But our behaviors were buy, buy, buy. I literally, for the last four days, have simply been buying. And the coin that I have been buying is a RSR. So I've just been buying that as if there's no tomorrow. I even wanted to sell my car and buy and I said, sell your car by RSR. <laughs> but unfortunately, my wife wouldn't let me sell my little alpha. And and I guess you were the same. I was exactly the same. I I was just trying to I see it as an opportunity to get the cryptocurrencies that I love and I invest in get them at a bargain it's like going into your sh- going into a shop and seeing that what your favorite your favorite clothes are on sale and you would just buy as many as possible so that's that's what I've been doing and unfortunately when I did try and buy all the exchanges were crashing because people were lots of people were trying to sell and I assume quite a lot of people were trying to buy as well. So I was on the phone to people. I was like, can you get on? Can you get on? I can't buy. I can't do this. <laughs> and I was like, I'll transfer you money if you can get on. And yeah, it was it was a mad day. But that also gives more context, Jordan, for, for the listeners and the audience that because cryptocurrency is only about 10 or 12 years old, because it is so immature that... The so I guess if, let me let me compare it to like a UK bank. So a big bank like NatWest or San uh, maybe Santander is a bad one this week because they had problems. Yeah. Um, they can they can cope. They can flex with a lot of transactions going in and out, cash machines and things happening. But they're they're centered in this country. The the exchanges that we use are global exchanges. So if you think of all the hundreds of thousands of people all suddenly going into like buy or sell it's no wonder they fuse um, and all of a sudden the exchange servers just say we've had enough of this we need to stop for a bit <laughs> so that's one that's that's a lesson for the next time this happens and that you either you know that you might get logged out of an exchange and you might not be able to buy it or you might not be the sales so you need to prepare for that yeah exactly and that's why it's always good to store your cryptocurrency off of exchanges as well just so you know you've got it got it locked up. So it's an immature market. It's been a, a week where we've seen 50% reductions. We saw things going down. They've corrected again. They're heading up. And the, the fear, uncertainty, and doubt this week has been frenetic. It's been at panic levels. It's been absolutely pressure cooker. And that fear, uncertainty, and doubt in this game is called FUD. And all week we've just had FUD. Mm-hmm. We've had China banning cryptocurrency, allegedly. We've had the US markets, uh, legislators and government saying, if you don't pay your cryptocurrency taxes, 
we're going to come and get you. We've had Elon Musk having big fights with the Bitcoin maximalists who are like the this kind of um, fraternity that protect Bitcoin, you know, they, <laughs> and they're so pure and they whip themselves and, you know, they, they, oh God, um, and they use lots of bad language and swear at people. And he's been having a fight with them. And then the other thing that really triggered it as well was in Asia, the, the crypto traders in Asia have been trading with huge amounts of leverage. Now, what that means is, if I go on and buy, I can go on and buy um, Cardano at, let's say it's at $1.60 and I buy 10 Cardano. So I've bought $16 worth of Cardano. But what they'll do is they'll buy $16 worth and they'll put 50 leverage on it. So it's like buying $800 worth. So all that leverage is on at a certain price. And if, it, if the trigger doesn't hit and Cardano even falls, that one falls then another one falls, then they all start, then all the computers all start to talk to each other and it's just fall, 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 fall and all these longs get just shorted out the game and they, and they, these traders lose their money. They must have lost billions of whatever uh, currency they were, they were trading in and as a result of that, things like Cardano and everything else starts, starts to go right the way down and then everything follows because every, everybody gets out um, of tries to get out of the leverage longs that they're in and it's too late. So it's not that the crypto market is dead. It's not that the crypto market is, what's the word? Yes, it's volatile, but it's not, it's not a silly market. It's just, there's so much going on. Yeah. And it's not, as you said, it's not one thing that caused this to happen. Whereas I feel like in mainstream media, they've been portraying it that it is one thing. Cause I went on to, BBC News app, and obviously they love to report on a bad cryptocurrency situation. And the fourth story there was cryptocurrency falls as China bans it. And it doesn't go into depth about everything that actually happened. It's just this one narrative. So actually understanding that this correction was coming and all that happened was these things just happened to align at the same time, which then caused this big fall no i think you're right everything just happened everything just happened at the, at the just it just came to a crescendo mm -hmm. and then bang 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 all of a sudden everyone lost their nerve and panicked and that's when jordan and jim get lots of texts and whatsapps <laughs> i think so, also yeah. we just need to hit on because it's so early days the market can still be manipulated by the big players Yes. So you've got like the Elon Musks and Michael Saylors and they want this price to be low. So there is potentially room for manipulation in there. I'm not going to say that there, it's happening, but it's so volatile and so early days that they can influence it. Oh, there's no doubt about that. They have that power even over social media. When Elon Musk say, said he was kind of dumping his Bitcoin or he didn't like it, he wanted Doge. And then it all started to go really, un, you know, the Bitcoin price really started to unwind down $12,000. And then he puts a tweet out to say, Tesla has diamond hands. So that the billion, the billion and a half of uh, dollars of Bitcoin that Tesla bought, he was telling everybody, we're not selling that. But he would yeah. have been daft to sell it then because he was going to lose money. <laughs> 
So and all of it, and that was the point for me when I just saw it all correct. And it just said, that's it. We're down at the bottom. It's going to start building up again. But we have a caveat, don't we? We, have, we are, even though the crypto markets have recovered and things are going up a little, there is still danger, isn't there? There is indeed. So I don't do technical analysis. That's where you review the charts and very, very clever people can not predict it, but they can see trends in the market and see what's going to happen. And yeah, there is, we're not out of the woods yet by no means. So this week we need to close Bitcoin above $42,000 to then confirm that we are continuing in the bull run um, and there's not going to be another correction and we'll go back down again. So yeah, you need to be careful in these. It's not just like, that's the end of it. And now we're going all the way back up. You need to be careful. Yeah. So we this this recording is going out on Saturday. And so this this weekend will be an interesting weekend. So Bitcoin is either going to break through this kind of bull market door of 42,000 and keep on going, or they're going to call it what they call a fake out. And it's not made and it's going to go back down again. So and because there's not enough energy uh, and the market's a bit tired. And so just be just be wary of, of these things. But if you take a position, so you're in cryptocurrency for two reasons, I would suggest. One is you are want to make money because it's a, a it's an, they're crypto assets. And the second one is that you maybe back projects that have a social purpose, just like you'd invest in any other business. You're wearing your Patagonia T-shirt. So I know that Patagonia has got a big social purpose in terms of clothing and how it does things, and that's why people buy it, yeah. right? Yeah, correct. So, so for us, that's the, that's why we back certain coins or certain projects. But when you take a position, you have you can't expect the position to start making you money, and continue to make money. I mean, I got a text at the beginning of last week saying I'm up four hundred pounds, and then a week later he was back down four hundred pounds. So you you haven't you're not up four hundred pounds until you actually take it out and put it back into pounds again. All it is is a, a screen making you feel good and affecting your dopamine levels in your brain. <laughs> but if you invest in something, so you and I invest, and the listeners know what we invest in. We invest in Cardano. We invest in RSR. We, in, we invest in Pack Global. That, that's got three of our kind of what you would call altcoins because we believe that those three projects are going to do something. Now, it might take two years for them to do it, but they will do so the teams and the pro value propositions and their route to market and their strategy and the traction they've got, we think they will do something. So I, when I bought Cardano a year and a half ago, when it was two, three cents, I didn't think that three cents was going to go to 30 cents the next week. I thought, I'm buying this as a long-term investment. Now, it's worked out okay. That's why we're buying smaller coins. And we think, well, let's give them the next year or two. But you're, but you're able to buy them really cheap just now. So that's, I guess, our philosophy. And that's why we didn't go start selling. <laughs> yeah. There's no point. There's no point. If you believe in the project and you also, if you believe in the technology behind cryptocurrency, so blockchain, and you believe that it's going to revolutionize the world, then why would you sell? If that's the direction you see the world going in, I have no intention of selling. No, and nor have I. And the fact that we've both been buying over the last week, I hope that gives the audience confidence in that 
this isn't the cryptocurrency asset market is not a flash in the pan here today, going tomorrow. It's new, it's young, it's it's just getting its wings. What you've got to ask yourself is where could this where could this be in the next four years? So if you were to shut your phone off and stop looking at your bloody phone, sorry for my language, and and we didn't look and we just said, right, I've I've put £250 in RSR, 250 pounds in Cardano, 250 pounds in Bitcoin, 250 pounds in Ethereum, whatever, a thousand pounds investment, for example. And I'm going to leave that. I'm not going to look at it for four years because I can afford to lose it. And then you open your phone up in four years, that wallet, that's when you'd be surprised. That would be nice. <laughs> but in reality, it's, oh, let's check it now. Oh, I'm up. No, I know. I'm up 50p. Woo. <laughs> I know. Um, it, it, it would be great hard. if you could do that. And I was talking to one of my friends this week and like, I wish we could just fast forward to the next bull run. Like, can we just fast forward four years? Just because this year, all the big institutions have come in and yeah. now that they're buying up, which means that the next bull run, so in four years, is predicted to be a very big one. And, and just to put that into perspective, so yesterday, Jordan and I were checking the, the buys on RSR because we're keeping a close eye on it because um, we, had, we had been buying it. And we noticed that a big wallet had bought $9 million worth of yeah. RSR. So they bought $9 million. Did you say it was 200 million RSR or something? Yeah, 200 million. On Binance, which is a, a big uh, topic 10 exchange, and then they immediately withdrew it to their wallet. Now, who's buying that? That ain't, that ain't a Jim and Jordan. That's a serious, that, that's an institution or an exchange. It could be Grayscale, and we'll, we can cover that off. These are the people that are saying, well, we've just noticed that RSR is down 50% in the last month. Oh, that's a bargain. We'll have it now. And so the fact that you see massive buys like that, that's a signal that big institutional money is coming into cryptocurrency. Next up, we chat a little bit more about the correction and just staying calm in these moments. But now it's time for a competition. Zumo are offering an awesome giveaway of 0.4 Ethereum split between two lucky winners. At today's price, that's roughly £400 each for just following their Twitter and tagging a friend. So head on over to their Twitter and get entering. But please, not too many of you, because then that reduces my chances of winning. Also, don't forget to follow the link in our show notes to download the Zumo app if you want to open a wallet and start buying some crypto. Right, let's get back to the show. Yeah, and it'll be actually really interesting to see the end of Q2, what people, what big companies, when they announce their financial reports, what how much Bitcoin now they, they're holding after this, yeah. because they will have been snapping it up. And yeah. I, I wouldn't put it, out of the question that Elon Musk has bought some more. <laughs> well, he, he crashed it by 50%. So what a perfect what yeah. point for him. Um, so in my Zumo wallet, what I had in my Zumo wallet uh, two weeks ago is still the same 
I haven't sold any Ethereum. I haven't sold any Bitcoin. It's still sitting there. Um, and you, and you, I think the term they have in the crypto world is diamond hands. Mm -hmm. So you've either got diamond hands or paper hands. Do you want to explain that? Yeah. So diamond hands are no matter the price you're, you're holding on, you're holding on for dear life and you cannot crack that. Whereas you've got paper hands where you see a little sign of red and you get scared and you just start selling. So it's really important when it goes, when the market goes red, that you just hold on and don't let your emotions take over and panic. That is yeah. is really important. And one thing that I do is I don't really look at the num or the amount of pounds I've got in my account. I just look at how many like ADA I've got, how many RSR I've got, because I just want to accumulate as much as possible of that. And I don't really care about the price at the moment. I, I care about the price in four years time but at the moment i just want to accumulate as many of them as possible yeah and that's what i've been saying to people i've, I've said don't this is not get rich quick and whilst jordan and i are not financial advisors and you've always got to do your own research we are confident in our own research and the coins that we have invested in that they will do well over the next four years but the big the big um, elephant in the room that everyone has to bear in mind, and I guess it's the same in any, anything you invest in, be prepared to lose all your money. And if you're not prepared, if you put £250 and you say, I'm going to put that into whatever whatever project or coin, uh, cryptocurrency you want, if that goes to zero, you cannot reach for the antidepressants. Mm -hmm. You've got to say, well, do you know what? That was that. It was £250 I didn't have to spend on clothes or nights out or little gifts for myself. So, But if you're using money that you really need, and, for, and I would say to anyone, do not go into debt. Don't put anything on a credit card and don't do anything stupid like that. It's got to be money that you say, I'm happy to lose this. Otherwise, you, I think you are playing a dangerous game. Yeah, especially maybe two weeks ago when everyone was trying to get on board and so many people were coming up to me and like, how do I get in? And that's probably, it is the worst time to get in. And now is the best time to be buying. So yeah, it's really important because you can lose your money like that. Like you can lose 50% of your savings in a day, which is, yeah. it's, it's horrible to think about. So it's so important to just put in what you can afford. And it's, See, if you're new to crypto, it's good to just put in little amounts to start and just get used to it because that number will fluctuate quite a lot. And you need to just get used to that, the emotions of that roller coaster going up and down. And then once you feel more confident, you've done more research, then you can start thinking about putting a little bit more money in and more money in. Let me, let me give you also some context in this for the audience. So over the last two weeks, the price of Cardano was just going up and up and up. I think it went from $1.40 up to $2.40. It was just, and I think last Sunday, you and I were communicating and we said, my goodness, this is just nonstop. Now that was a wall of fresh money coming in. During the week there, when the whole market went boom and bottomed out, although I would say, well, I know, from my analysis, that all that money, that fresh money panicked and went out because the whole 
Cardano staking mechanism, it's roughly 70% staked. It was 70% staked last week and it's 70% staked this week. So what that tells you is people like us with diamond hands who believe in the project and have staked our Cardano never sold. That 70% say it stayed rock solid. And it was all the newbies that were like, oh, this is going up and up and up. And then, oh my God, it's going down and down and down. <laughs> Whereas if you just bought it, hold it, let's see where the next four years takes you. And uh, that's here ended the lesson. Yeah. <laughs> I think the advantage of that is that because Cardano is a proof of stake, so you can stake your money and you get that means you get 5% roughly interest each year or rewards i think people are just want that locked up and just guaranteed that five percent like yeah i i'm not taking any of that out i don't plan on taking any of that out for a while so yeah i think that's another advantage to cardano and coins like cardano that people are less inclined to just sell off and panic and if you think of some of the guests that have been on so if you think about neve the rsr queen Mm -hmm. I've been communicating with her. She's been buying. I, If you think about uh, Larissa uh, and Ada Girl, mm -hmm. I know they've been buying. Yeah. If you think about uh, Steve, who was just on uh, a terrific pack episode, eh, do, do you think for a minute he went in and sold one of his master nodes? <laughs> not a chance. <laughs> not, not a chance. Um, so I guess in summary, for, for everyone listening, it's been quite a week for many of you and that the whole maelstrom of activity and and communications and FUD that's been going on in the whole crypto market has thrown some of you off kilter. But Jordan and I are sitting here absolutely not loving it in a, in a, a hubris, hubristic way, but just saying, that's life. We know this will grow. We know there'll be another big correction at some point, but we're in this for the long term. And that's any financial advisor would tell you if you're buying something, you've got to hold it. I think they say you've got to hold it for a minimum of 10 years. Just think of your crypto that way as well. Mm -hmm. Hold it for 10 years and see what, what these companies can do. Yeah, I think it's important not to go in with a short-term goal in mind. Just a quick, short, sharp episode to say, don't panic. We're not panicking. We've been buying. Remember, you can contact us so you can get us on Twitter at no cryptic crypto you can get us on email hello at crypto-standard.co.uk and a few of you have been contacting us and we haven't been getting back to you um, and i think jordan's got some other bits and bobs planned in the future so don't panic we're here to help just reach out um, but be prepared for a bumpy road and the good the, the learning point from this week is Crypto is not all one way green. It's a bumpy road and you have to have your uh, shock absorbers on and your crash helmet <laughs> as you as you go up and down that road. Yeah, totally. It's, yeah, I think just one, this episode, we just want to calm people down and say that this is normal. Like, yeah, it, it totally is normal and you shouldn't be, when you think that you should be selling, it's usually the opposite way around. And you should be yeah. buying. So not don't let your emotions take over and sell at a loss, um, and then regret it or potentially regret it later on. So yeah, yeah, we just want to calm the nerves and say that this week has been bumpy. We felt it; it's been bumpy, but in the long term, you need to have four or five years in your head. 
Yeah. And this week, folks could see Bitcoin break above 40,000 and it could rip above it. It could rip above 40,000 if it breaks the 200-day moving average. And or it could fail at the 40,000 and drop right down to 30. Now, that's a 10,000 delta each way. You have to be mentally prepared for that. So if it rips up and it goes from um, 40 all the way up to 45, 50, people go, wow, good days are here again. Um, and, and But just remember the bad days or the tough days. If it goes down, Jordan and I will see that as a buying opportunity, mm-hmm. um, but we will not be hitting the, the, the panic sale button because we haven't overextended ourselves in the amount of money we've got in the market. Yeah, I think it's always nice on those green days, those days where it's just ripping and you're loving life. I think it's, it is always nice just for peace of mind to take a little bit of profit. And even if it is your initial investment, because then you can take your initial investment out once you've yeah. made enough money. And then you don't feel as bad when you've got that pot of money because you've already you've already made that. Yeah, just think, yeah. just think, think smart and pay attention. Exactly. All right, buddy. Um, I will catch you next week for the next episode. Yes, looking forward to everyone. To, it. Lis- to everyone listening, thanks so much for all your support. We are here for you. We're on the journey with you. We're, we're not financial advisors. We just love what crypto assets can do over the next four years four more years four more years (laughs) see you later